0: hi guys welcome to lemonade to lemons podcast it's been such a long time my name is lemons and I've been away for a while so I had to take like a I think this is the second, I think this is, I haven't been here for like two weeks, so I had to take a hire, I had to basically go on a hire test just to deal with life, like real life issues, but I'm back, hopefully, I hope I don't take another break anytime soon, but uh, a lot has happened, a lot has happened in the past few weeks that I haven't talked about. Um, I'm going to start with the death of Kevin Samuels, So, so Kevin Samuels was a YouTuber, um, who used to basically I guess he was trying to advise people um on how to um level up like you know all this um high value man um high value woman you know um I don't know but um basically this guy women didn't really, I mean to be honest I was not a fan of her of his preachings or whatever cuz this man literally used to call any any woman over the age of 30 he called her leftover and I just I feel like it's crazy how ageism is a thing for women like once a woman is like in her late 20s oh she's old she's leftover she's this who said that like who said that women over the age of 30 are leftovers you know and it's sad but he died i mean the news was that he died with um i don't know if that i, I know it wasn't his girlfriend but i think she was probably a woman he paid for the nights. but he died with a woman who apparently was even overweight this man used to talk about women who are overweight and say oh you're low value i get it like we live in a shallow superficial world but i don't know i felt like kevin samuel was a misogynist because he put all the blame on women like all the blame was always like most of the blame was always on women and you're not putting blame on men who are abandoning their wives or abandoning their girlfriends to be single mothers you're blaming the women for being single mothers it goes both ways if you're going to blame a woman for being a single woman single mother blame the person who got her pregnant for getting her pregnant and not putting his sperm where it's supposed to be but yeah kevin samuel's death was kind of i mean i couldn't i didn't even know it was true i thought it was a joke and he's actually dead um for me good riddance to bad rubbish i was not a fan i don't believe in all this like all this incel this incel thing is growing this whole incel community of men who basically you know they preach about how women are terrible and how women have to be killed and how women have to be you know owned and basically you know objectifying women and just hating on women and um yeah i'm not really a fan of that culture um so moving on so i saw the story of a south african woman who was killed by her boyfriend when she tried to leave the relationship and i don't know what's going on in south africa but this is something that i've seen happen so many times like i think during the lockdown there was one girl who was apparently i think she was killed and i think burned to death by her boyfriend i can't remember the name of that girl And then this this one now, you know, she was in a domestic, I mean, she was in an abusive relationship. There are pictures of her bruised face and her bruised body. And she was trying to leave this man. She dumped this man and moved on with her life. And this man still shot her. Apparently, she was shot nine times. And, you know, the world is such a scary place these days for women. And it's sad because it's like, okay, you choose to be single. And you choose to walk away because you don't want to fight. And somebody still kills you. And then you choose to be in a relationship. And somebody still abuses you. And it's like women can't live. Like the world is so scary. It's so scary to be a woman in 2022. It's it's just really scary. And I don't know how South African women are coping. But I can't even imagine living in such a society where men feel like, you know, they own me or like... They have to take over me and all of that like it's crazy it's really crazy but um yeah i mean i just i hope that she gets justice and um for me as a woman my advice to women is to take self-defense classes take self-defense classes um if you have brothers please make sure your brothers are like make sure they know who you're dating because Sometimes you might need a male, not sometimes, I feel like you need a male influence, you know, these days. If you don't have a brother, please take self-defense classes, get your male friends. If you don't have male friends, go and find them. Go and find them so that you'll be man to man. But yeah, it's it's so sad. You know, I've seen this type of stories, not just in South Africa. I've been seeing this happening a lot, even in, like, the developed countries. And it's it's, it's appalling. It's appalling. Um, But anyway, moving on. So another topic that I was trying this... Well, I don't know if it was trending, but I, this, this really piqued my interest. But this guy on Instagram was talking about how um, he was chatting with a female colleague and basically she was telling him that she cooks every day, that her family doesn't eat stale food. So his female colleague has two kids. One of them is a 10-year-old boy and the other one is a 7-year-old girl. And basically, she was saying that her daughter, she makes sure her daughter comes into the kitchen when she's cooking. But her son, she doesn't, you know, her son, she says, basically, the woman said that she doesn't um, like her son coming into the kitchen, you know. And basically, she just lets her son play video games and read his books, while she makes sure that her seven-year-old daughter is in the kitchen, and her ten-year-old son is just relaxing in his room. And um, you know, the man was basically the man on Twitter was basically talking about how things like this can cause chaoses. I say (laughs) chaoses. Things like this can cause chaos in a marriage because we're playing by gender roles. Why can't why can't parents? Why can't a mother? Because let me use this in a female context. Why can't a woman? allow her son to be in the kitchen just like her daughter you know i have a male friend who even when he was broke and jobless and wasn't doing anything this guy would just literally sleep at home from morning till night this guy couldn't cook he didn't want to cook i mean he could cook but he didn't want to cook for himself he would rather pay someone cleaning his room he needed to pay someone to clean his room washing his clothes he had to pay someone and i'm just like you're not doing anything at home why can't you do all these things you'll borrow money to pay somebody to clean your room to cook for you to wash your clothes you know, to run your errands, you know. And it's I don't know how this I don't know how my friend was brought up, but I'm sure his mother probably brought him up to be entitled. You're broke, you're not doing anything, you're jobless. Like you sleep every day. But somehow you have to pay, like you you will borrow money to pay people to clean your room and cook for you and and it's it's things like this. So maybe his mother never told him to go into the kitchen. Maybe his mother never taught him how to cook, maybe she never taught him how to clean, you know. And I think it's true. I'm not really a fan of gender roles. I feel like men and women are human beings first of all you know and I think a lot of boys are not raised to have empathy or compassion it's just like you as a boy you're raised to just make money like everybody tells you everything is about money life is about money life is about power life is about having women any kind of woman you want you know and men don't develop themselves emotionally so when they start dealing with emotional issues they act out you know meanwhile girls are taught to be a good wife be a good woman you know nobody teaches their sons to i've said this before on another episode but nobody teaches their sons to treat like i don't think i've heard men talk about how oh my father or my mother told me that this is how i should pamper a woman but everybody's always teaching their daughters oh for you to keep a man you have to cook for him you have to be a virgin you can't be too sexual you can't look like this you have to look like this and it's you know I agree with the argument that this guy was trying to push out there and basically what he was saying is that parents should should train both their sons and daughters the same way a lot of parents focus so much on the girl child and they forget the boys and you let you let your sons you know grow up on the streets basically you let your sons learn from outside instead of teaching them how to be good people instead of teaching them accountability instead of teaching them how to be responsible instead of teaching them how to be good men and good adults with empathy and compassion you know so basically he was saying that um the general point of this whole conversation or this whole statement on twitter was that the boy child should be raised to do more than provide for his family the boy child should be taught how to serve others around him and also display kindness and i definitely agree with this i definitely do um, so hopefully things change in the future but the change starts with us especially millennials like how are we raising the future how are we raising our sons you know for people who are millennials and then for gen z obviously unlearn and learn better things anyways moving on so um the nollywood actor blossom chuku jiku got married i think recently there were rumors of his engagement um a couple of i think there were rumors of the engagements in february but they just hit he, he he got married to a woman called ehi from Edo state and apparently she is um what's his name pastor chris oyakilome's niece um so, <laughs> um blossom's ex-wife Maureen um her instagram name, her instagram name is red vigor so she basically she posted something on her page where she was laughing because people had been sending her all sorts of dms and of course trust the internet to go hard on her um i don't really know what happened in these people's marriages i, I don't i don't know what happened in their marriage but um, there were different allegations that blossom was cheating and his wife was cheating and you know there were all sorts of things um but basically what was trending on social media was the fact that his wife looks very mature i don't want to say she looks old but she looks much older than him and people were kind of trolling his ex-wife for laughing which to be honest like the ex-wife we don't she was probably laughing because um you know we don't know the kind because she she actually posted some of her dms and people of course many of them many of the people sending her dms were insulting her and of course some of them were saying oh look at who he left you for you're hotter than his new wife and all of that so i mean Maureen is always looking for (laughs) i don't know Maureen loves to loves to be active let me put it that way she loves to be very active on social media her page is crazy like it's just so many different things that i just feel like personally if it was me i would just be quiet and just deal with my life you know in a private way after enduring a divorce and the funny thing is i don't know if this is funny but the sad thing is maureen was actually dating she used to date kenneth Okolie, who's also an Hollywood actor kenneth left her for his current wife and then she moved to Blossom. Now the rumor is that Blossom was in a relationship with Lillian. What's her name? Lillian Esauro. Lillian Sorrow used to be married to Ubi Franklin. Unfortunately, their marriage ended in divorce. Um, but yeah, Blossom was in love with Lillian, but Lillian didn't want to get married to Blossom for whatever reason. And then people said that Maureen, um, that's um, Blossom's ex-wife, was the one who actually asked Blossom out on a date so again this brings me to the topic i know some people always push for all this um oh women you know walk up to i would never as a woman i would never ask a man out i don't care if you're idris elba i can never ask a man out on a date even if i like him like the, it just, it's just going like my life for him will die if he never asked me out so i'm not really a fan of chasing a man or going after a man if you like him i mean you can like women we do some things like there's some things that women do so that men can can know <laughs> to an extent that women are interested in them but i would never outrightly ask a man out or chase a man like i just i don't i don't think women should be doing that but that was the rumor that maureen actually snatched him again i don't think anybody can be snatched you make a choice to leave your relationship for another person but the rumor is that maureen snatched um blossom from the girl he was dating before he married her um and to be honest when these people when blossom and and maureen got married i remember there was so many rumors people kept saying that this marriage wouldn't last You know and i always say this you know on on the internet like for every gossip there's some truth in it you know so i guess the people who knew the backstory and kind of knew them personally probably knew that they were not compatible and so till date nobody knows why that marriage ended but um yeah that was trending this week because um the new wife seems much older people are saying she's 33 and i'm just like i don't know i've seen a lot i mean i know a lot of 33 year olds and the Woman in that picture looks like she's like in her late 40s at least. Um, and age, age is not a number, but for me, like, <laughs> there are also rumors that Blossom likes women who have money, you know. And without due respect to Nigerian actors and actresses, when Nigerian actors tend to marry women who are better off than them, like, I'm not going to name names, but at least half of them, if not more than half of them, tend to marry women who you know either make more money than them or women who are based abroad you know who can get them like that second passport and stuff so i don't know any backstory about blossom's new wife but um i mean the rumor is that i mean of course she's chris oyakiloma's niece so she probably has money um i think she's also a pastor so she has money so you know i don't know but i wish the I wish the married couple, you know, um, a good marriage. I really wish them the best, um, and I, I hope Maureen, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like Maureen seems unhinged, and she seems like she's still healing, or she still has a lot of healing to do. So, I do wish her, you know, healing also. And moving on, Funke today was in the news because her stepson, apparently. Um, <laughs> He basically aired her and her husband so basically her stepson was alleging that funke and jjc cheat on each other so he said that his dad first cheated his dad is jjc skills who's funke's um husband now this the thing is funke's jjc has different kids from different women and it's a big problem i i think for me i wouldn't advise anyone to get married to a man who has different baby mamas and so like so this whiskey davido situation two-face situation i feel like it's best to leave men like that to be single like seriously personally i can't enter that kind of relationship i'm carrying baggages that i did not pack <laughs> so i did i would advise people not to get into relationships with men who have children from different women you know i think jjc has like maybe three baby mamas and he probably has like five or six kids before him and funke got married um so basically the boy alleged that um jjc cheated and then funke also cheats on him because like basically they cheat on each other and he was talking about how funke is very mean to her staff and you know i love funke kindly i think she's hard working i've been a huge fan from back in the day but i've heard these i've seen these things written about her how she has a terrible temper how she's very um she she's very hot like she's very aggressive so i've heard these things so there, there might be an atom of truth to it but you know the thing in nigeria is once people like you people like you funke is loved funke is probably one of our most loved celebrities and you know of course people were defending her and stuff but i feel i definitely feel like there's some truth to it because everyone can keep saying the same thing about you there's probably something that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing um another thing he alleged is that um funke always complains about how jjc steals money from her and the company so they have a company together called scene one and scene one, I think scene one has a record label like it's an entertainment company. They produce music um, And they produce Jennifer's diary, which is like the most popular one of the most popular series in nigeria right now Or you know ever, you know or in the past couple of years. So he was talking her, her stepson was talking about how um Funke always complains that you know, your dad, you know, is trying to steal my money and all of that um So yeah, I don't really know what's going on in their household, but um My advice to women is stay away from men with baggage like when a man has kids from different women You know if he has if he has children with one woman, that's okay But like all this having you know children from three different women two different women Too much wahala like really you don't need that baggage. You really don't need it Um, Anyways moving on to more serious topics. Um if you've been following Nigerian news um, there's i don't know what was happening but there was a period where it seemed like everyone and their daddy and their brother and their uncle and their sugar daddy was contesting for the elections in nigeria and yeah, you know, at some point i just i was like these people are trying to confuse us you cannot confuse me you will not confuse me but the candidates that were coming out like you know it's it's been so many people people that you don't even expect even at some point the what's his name eme Fiele, who is i think he's the because the person in charge of the central bank of nigeria was also frankly campaigning for the presidency nigeria is in a terrible situation like people everybody in nigeria is literally depressed at this point because we feel stuck you know prices i mean inflation is global of course it's going to affect nigeria because everything like literally everything we have here is imported and you know the other day I was reading I think I was watching something on BBC and they were talking about how Ghana I mean Accra is one of the most expensive like cities in Africa and people were even saying that Lagos is cheap like people were saying that Lagos is cheap compared to um, what's the name of this place in Angola is this i have forgotten the capital of Angola but like people were like that that city is very expensive Accra is very expensive Nairobi in Kenya is very expensive and Lagos is actually cheap like it's cheap compared to African cities, but I'm mean, a Lagosian and Lagos is expensive. Like it's expensive. And you know, the prices of things are just going up for a while. We had fuel scarcity. Then at some point national greed was collapsing every single day. And there's just poverty everywhere. People, the money people are being paid is not good enough you know then i think the biggest problem for me right now in nigeria is the security issue it's not even let's even forget poverty people are not safe i don't know what's going on in the north but what i've noticed in in the past couple of years i've noticed that a lot of northern elite people have left nigeria i mean nigerians are emigrating in large numbers like since 2020 like a lot of nigerians i think we've had the biggest probably one of the biggest um like emigration out of nigeria in a very long time you know um but a lot of the Northern elites, like I see them in Dubai or Saudi Arabia or London, and it's like they've moved, you know, and things are happening like crazy. The other day, there was a girl who was burned to death for blasphemy um, in, I think it was in Sukoto, and then in Lekki phase one, this one was kind of crazy because it's like in Lagos, Lekki phase one, like we're not talking about a tiny village somewhere in the north or somewhere in the southwest, like Lekki phase one, a guy, I think it was Anokada rider. Who somebody was fighting for change for 100 naira change and punched somebody, the person fainted. Um, and then the Okada riders, I guess they thought the guy was dead and they literally burned somebody to death because of 100 naira. Which also brings me to aggression. Look, my advice to you anywhere in the world, because I saw this in America, like I was watching, I think it's called Inside Edition, and literally, like Road Rage. Somebody, people have been pulling out guns because of road rage, like people are angry on the road and they'll literally overtake you and pull out a gun, some people will shoot you, like this has been a problem going on in America for a while now, so everyone in the world is really unhinged right now and my advice is to just be calm, like don't be, this is not the time for you to be aggressive or to be angry like really, people are, people are one step away from killing you, people are one step away from committing murder You know, people are really unhinged and it's very important to be safe. But yes, security in Nigeria is, it's getting out of hand. Like the other day, this actress, I think um, Yvonne Jagaday, she was talking about how she was going. I think she had gotten to Warren Shoki by 9 p.m. and literally somebody was trying to rob her you know, like literally, and police people were there, even the guy who was killed, who was burned to death in Nikki Phase 1, they were like, I think what's it called, is it RRS, like Rapid Response Squad, I think that's what they're called, like they were there and they saw this thing happen, you know, but yeah, I don't know what's going on in Nigeria, just like, I don't want to say anything about Islam and stuff, but the North, you know, the north, Northern Nigeria, Nigeria hasn't been this unsafe, you know, the other time we had issues with airlines, airlines shut down because they were like, oh, we can't afford Fuel for the for the the, um, planes and it's just like it's a country shutting down Are we are we are we trying to be like Lebanon? Are we trying to be like Sri Lanka, you know, like so many countries are actually dealing with huge problems, you know, um, and Yeah, I don't know but you know, Japan seems to be trending again because our country is literally like people ASU has been on strike for months, you know in a sane country like the government will find a solution since I was born till now like i don't think there's ever been a time when we didn't that we haven't had strike like whether if it, if it wasn't asu it was um, the fuel people the people who supply with well, you know it was people supplying fuel if it wasn't them it was it was the labor congress like there's always strikes you know and this country makes so much money over the years this country has made so much money but for some reason we're not moving anywhere you know but living in nigeria is very very stressful these days like i don't think things have ever been this bad I really don't think so. But you can literally see the depression on the faces of Nigerians. Nigeria used to be one of the happiest countries in early 2000s. And now it's, people are so tired. Like, you know, it's just, it's rubbish. It's just really rubbish. And, um, you know, um, I don't know. I'm thinking I'm doing some episodes where I can, you know, teach people how to make money. You know, maybe in foreign currency, you know, things like Fiverr, Upwork, Um, of course tech is like the big one now where you get paid in dollars and stuff and then of course for those people who want to relocate like you know probably do some research and see how to help people who listen to the podcast for those people based in nigeria and then for those people who are not based in nigeria because i do know a lot of my audience is not based in nigeria um please help like help your people like if you can send money back home if you can even help your people japa out of the country it's it's a really terrible like nigeria is not you know i don't know i think we're, we're hanging by a thin thread and um I, I'm, I'm afraid for when everything just kind of explodes because i mean the north is very hot hot right now even the south like the south south and south like the ebo states you know um it's just it's very hot you know it's very hot i remember growing up like we could take road trips i used to love taking road trips from lagos to you know going back home and stuff and these days like it's not even safe to be on the road it's really not safe anywhere like it's everywhere it's just really hot you know um but yeah let's keep praying for nigeria and let's just keep praying for the world you know we still have the ukraine russian war going on you know and it's just yeah the the world is so dark these days and it's just just really sad i don't know but yeah let's just keep praying for nigeria especially and um keep staying safe keep you know trying to be happy and hoping for the best you know hoping for a better world for for us and our children and our children's children's children um so yeah i'll see you guys next week um have an amazing weekend toodles